Hello, everybody, and welcome into episode number 258 of the Bible 2021 podcast. We are reading Psalm 71 today, and our focus is on does God cause us troubles and misfortunes? Surely not. Plus, God is our refuge. So, welcome to the show. Thanks for listening. Please do check out our website, which is Bible2021.com. That is Bible2021.com. Our goal, as always, is to involve you in daily Bible listening, understanding, hearing, and following. And I would encourage you, please, to tell somebody, a friend, or a neighbor about the show. Maybe a bit of a shorter episode today, for as I type this, it's almost 1 a.m. in my My wife and I have just returned from dropping our daughter off for her first semester at Cal Poly San Luis Obispo, where she is a computer science major. We have spent all day at the campus with her, and uh, boy, what a beautiful campus, and SLO is a beautiful city in Central California, and I'm not sure I have a long-winded episode in me today, but then again, I do like to talk, so I guess we never know. That said, we've got a wonderful psalm today that is as deep as they come, and a little on the mind-boggling side, so let's go ahead and dive in, and we're going to dive into two topics today, and they might seem somewhat diametrically opposed to each other at first, and maybe even in the middle, too. You might have noticed as we've been going through the Psalms over this year that God has called our refuge over and over again. In fact, the word refuge appears about 100 to 105 times in the Bible, many of those times in the book of Numbers where it talks about cities of refuge. But of all the times that the word appears in the Bible, 46, close to 50, of those times occur in the Psalms. So like almost half of the times the Bible is talking about a refuge, that appears in the Psalms. And most of the references to the word refuge in the Psalms are speaking of God as our refuge. So what is a refuge? Well, dictionarily speaking, a refuge is something that provides shelter from danger or distress or trouble. Again and again in the Psalms, we're told that God is that for us, a protection from trouble, most famously probably in the beginning of Psalm 46, which says, God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in times of trouble. Therefore, we will not be afraid, though the earth trembles and the mountains topple into the depths of the sea. Well, that theme is repeated, like I said, over and over again in the Psalms. For instance, in today's Psalms, at Psalm 71, verse 1 says, Lord, I seek refuge in you. Let me never be disgraced. Verse 3 Be a rock of refuge for me where I can always go. Give the command to save me for you are my rock and fortress. And verse 7, you are my strong refuge. Well, notice how that's a combination of prayer request and declaration. The psalmist first states that he is seeking refuge in God. Then he asks God to be his refuge. And then he declares that God is his strong refuge. So it's entirely appropriate for us to believe God is our refuge, our shelter, our protection, our rock, and also to pray for him to be our rock, our refuge, our protection. Sometimes that's the way that faith works itself through our our lives. We believe something, but we're also praying for it. Well, I do want you to notice, though, a staggering, surprising, 
really, if we're being honest, pretty shocking thing about this psalm. Well, it begins with pointing us to the truth that God is our refuge. Again, a shelter from distress, troubles, and danger. And then the psalmist makes a pretty stunning statement in verse 20. He says, you caused me to experience many troubles and misfortunes, but you will revive me again. You will bring me up again, even from the depths of the earth. So, hold up. Uh, Wait a second here. The psalmist is saying that it was God who caused him to experience not just one, not just a couple, not just a few, but many troubles and misfortunes. How many of you have heard a sermon or a message or maybe read a best-selling Christian book about how God sometimes causes us misfortunes and troubles? Surely that's a misprint in this psalm, right? Or maybe a mistranslation? Well, Of course, it's not. And Psalm 71 is not the only place where we see this stunning truth. For instance, Psalm 60 verse 3 says, You've made your people suffer hardship. You've given us wine to drink that made us stagger. Or how about Hosea 6.1? Come, let's return to the Lord. For he has torn us and he will heal us. He has wounded us and he will bind up our wounds. Wow. Look, I'm telling you. This is of a depth that you don't normally hear on Sunday morning, or you certainly won't see in most of your best-selling Christian books out there. God, who is our refuge, can also be our wounder. The one who wounds us will also be the one who binds up our wounds. The one who brings misfortune on us, the one who directly causes us to suffer, is the one who will be our shelter. Think about that. God, our refuge, can and will also bring suffering to us. Well, why? Is God somehow capricious or just given to violent mood swings? Well, no, of course not. But he is working all things to his will, and he is conforming us to the image of his son. And if we don't know this about God, we will be surprised at so many of the things that happen in our life. This is the work that God is about the business of doing in us. He's causing all things, including our sufferings. Yes, the Bible says God sometimes, no, not every time. I mean, I say not every time. God every time sovereignly allows it. Sometimes he causes it. Sometimes it's caused by an enemy or uh, some other circumstance or whatever, but God is causing all things, including our sufferings, troubles, and distresses to work together for the good of those who know him. And he is using those trials and troubles to conform us to the image of his son, Jesus. That's exactly what we read in Romans eight twenty eight and 29. We know that all things work together for the good of those who love God, who are called according to his purpose. For those he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his sin. Well, consider also Paul's testimony, shockingly found in 2 Corinthians 12, of how God allowed, sent a thorn in the flesh, which Paul identified as a messenger from Satan, to torment Paul. Why did God cause this to happen? Well, Paul said, for his good to deliver him from deadly pride and to conform Paul to the image of his son Jesus. God will do that kind of thing for us as well, not to ultimately harm us, but to help for our good 
in his glory. That suffering or distress most certainly will not seem good when we are going through it. It won't be pleasant. It will be hard. But the end result will be wonderful fruit in peace, as the writer of Hebrews assures us in Hebrews 12, 7 through 11. He says, endure suffering is discipline. God is dealing with you as sons. For what son is there that a father does not discipline? But if you are with without discipline, which all receive, then you are illegitimate children and not sons. Furthermore, we had human fathers discipline us and we respected them. Shouldn't we submit even more to the father of spirits and live? For they disciplined us for a short time based on what seemed good to them, but he does it for our benefit so that we can share his holiness. No discipline seems enjoyable at the time, but painful. Later on, however, it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. Wow. So be blown away, as I am, by our truth today in the Psalms that God, our refuge, is also the one who brings distress on us sometimes, and he does this for our ultimate and long-term good because, my friends, he has a wonderfully eternal perspective. We have a temporal perspective. We live in the moment. We are finite beings. He is an infinite being. He has an eternal perspective, and he is working that from that eternal perspective, to do all things for our good and his glory, even the things that cause us suffering and problems. And the writer of Hebrews says, it, it, those sorts of things will yield the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. Wow. Well, put that in your proverbial pipe and smoke it. And let's read our psalm. Psalm chapter 71, verse 1. Lord, I seek refuge in you. Let me never be disgraced in your justice. Rescue and deliver me. Listen closely to me and save me. Be a rock of refuge for me where I can always go. Give the command to save me, for you are my rock and my fortress. Deliver me, my God, from the power of the wicked, from the grasp of the unjust and oppressive, for you are my hope, Lord God, my confidence from my youth. I have leaned on you from birth. You took me from my mother's womb. My praise is always about you. I am like a miraculous sign to many, and you are my strong refuge. My mouth is full of praise and honor to you all day long. Don't discard me in my old age, as my strength fails, do not abandon me. For my enemies talk about me, and those who spy on me plot together, saying, God has abandoned him. Chase him and catch him, for there's no one to rescue him. God, do not be far from me. My God, hurry to help me. May my adversaries be disgraced and destroyed. May those who intend to harm me be covered with disgrace and humiliation, but I will hope continually and will praise you more and more. My mouth will tell about your righteousness and your salvation all day long, though I cannot sum them up. I come because of the mighty acts of the Lord God. I will proclaim your righteousness, yours alone. God, you've taught me from my youth. And I still proclaim your wondrous works, even while I am old and gray. God, do not abandon me. While I proclaim your power to another generation, your strength to all who are to come. Your righteousness reaches the heights, God. You who have done great things. God, who is like you? You caused me to experience many troubles and misfortunes, 
but you will revive me again. You will bring me up again, even from the depths of the earth. You will increase my honor and comfort me once again. Therefore, I will praise you with a harp for your faithfulness, my God. I will sing to you with a lyre, Holy One of Israel. My lips will shout for joy when I sing praise to you because you have redeemed me. Therefore, my tongue will proclaim your righteousness all day long for those who intend to harm me will be disgraced and confounded. Amen. Wow, what a psalm. Well, let's close with our Bible memory passage for the month of September. It is 2 Timothy three sixteen and 17, which says, All scripture is inspired by God and is profitable for teaching, for rebuking, for correcting, for training in righteousness, so that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. Amen. Good day to you, friends, and Godspeed.